Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Because therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Broke Girl Girl Therapy. And stuff like that. Okay, we'll just talk about that and then go into whatever. Okay, we'll just <laughs> we'll just talk. We'll start one way and then we'll go. Yeah, we have so we were just like talking. We're like we need to like start just this, so we're just gonna start it. Turn it on. All right, hi guys, it's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broke Girl Therapy. I guess I'm back a bitch. We got um, Rachel back in the motherfucking building, bitch. Here I am, Rachel, I'm motherfucking W. So happy to be back. I just want to continue a conversation. I know. Okay. So that got that over the way. So yeah, we were like just talking and we were like, wait, 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 wait. let's just like start recording. So anyways, I have this fantasy where I want to see my boyfriend fuck another chick. Same. In front of me. Why are we like this? I don't know. I, <laughs> I want my, it's like for me, there's a few different parts to it. Okay. There's. The number one of like, I want him to feel empowered. Like I want him to also come to a relationship where they're, we're not in an open relationship, but I don't want yeah. him to feel like we're not in an open relationship in the yeah. sense of like feeling trapped. Right, right, right. So there's right. The, I get that. I get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't, I'm not in a place where I want us to see other people right. by any means, but under the, like under the construct of like us having a conversation and doing it as a thing together yeah that I love because I feel like that lets us feel a little more liberated and like not tied down I feel like no one ever talks about that like there's always that traditional mindset of just like well you're in a relationship it's just you guys or it's the complete opposite where it's your open relationship and you could fuck anybody but it's just like there is that kind of like well I don't want you to like just fuck anybody or I don't want you to like just date or, you know, just go around dating and act like you're single. But there is that kind of part where, like, I want to see, like, a chick ride your dick. Yeah. Well, I feel... Like, why is that sexy to us? I, I thought I was alone. And when I said that and you agreed, I was like, I felt so good. Because I'm like, yo, I, like... No, that is my... Fa- like, that's what I think about when I'm doing me this. Me too. When I'm fucking yeah. my boyfriend, I'm like, I, I can't wait to see him fuck someone else. Yeah. I want to do it together, but then there's a lo- big part of me that's like, I just want to like sit in the creepy corner chair yeah. and just <laughs> and just watch. Yes, me too. <laughs> because it's like, impo- I, again, I go back to like, I want him to feel a little empowered, not only from like a perspective of not yeah. feeling like contained in a relationship, but also empowered of like, I still fucking got it because he's got it. Right. He's got it. A lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's also great to think like, oh, that's mine right I get that all the time and Nat loves me but I want that to like also enjoy yeah because like exactly where it's like I'm not like I know that you're obviously attracted to other women it's like you know like thinking like my boy like he's not gonna only just be attracted to me like he's definitely gonna like enjoy another girl and I rather a guy like him do it 
with me there or watching versus like going behind my back or right. something. Well, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be out here acting like a hoe that like right. doesn't care or like not don't just jealous. try to like fuck my boyfriend or anything like that. Like don't try to like. Yeah. Right. Or like when we're in the street and I see him like check out a girl's ass like walking by. I'm yeah. going to clock him and be like, I fucking saw that. You know what I mean? Oh, like okay, I okay, still okay. have that part to me. Oh, like, okay, okay, okay. I don't care. I'm like, I don't fully care. It's yeah. just for me. It's like be a little bit more discreet kind of right, thing. Right, 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 But it, that's as far as, like, the actual jealousy goes because I think it's not me involved in the problem. <laughs> it's not like we're both right. checking her out, like, right. high-fiving each other. Yeah, it's like, like, it's a, like, yeah. It feels more secretive instead right. of it being, like, a... Because I think that's when cheating, like, becomes, like, an issue is when it becomes more of a secret. But then, like, when you kind of accept it, like, oh, like, my man is human... He's going to enjoy other things. But then, like, I kind of enjoy the woman's body as well. Like, I don't really, like, claim to be anything. I don't know. But, like, of course, like, I think every woman has a little side of them where we're all attracted to other women. Like, we've been attracted to women. Women are just sexy. Women are sexy. Like, we're we're beautiful. Men are just, like, there for, like, functional reasons. (laughs) (laughs) And we are, like, beautiful. Yeah. Women are, like, we were even just saying just even... This is not a woman, but my cat is a girl. Oh, and like my, you're just saying you're like this is really weird to say, but your cat is like super sexy. <laughs> she is. She's so. Can we bring her on the pod? She's oh, somewhere. I don't know where she is. She's hot as fuck. She, she and she knows it. She it, like carries herself yeah. in a very like like how sexual, women feline way. Exactly. Just how women do we have this kind of like feline this way that we move? That's something like it's just like so beautiful. Like as a woman. I don't date women, but I see other women. Sometimes I'm like, damn. Always. Yeah. So it's like I would enjoy, you know, seeing a female body outside of mine enjoying my man. Totally. I think there's definitely a middle a middle ground that right. people don't really talk about or like utilize between being in a monogamous relationship and a polyamorous relationship. Yeah. Because I am the least judgmental person when it comes to like anything sexual or relationships. Like I love learning about polyamory. Yeah. I'm, I want to get someone who's like poly you, on the you show. Should. Do you know anybody? I know a few. Yeah. <gasps> Will they come on the pod? I don't know. I'll talk to them. Talk to them. Yeah. Who are they? Um, we'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know a few. I'm maybe like no one, yeah. but I, I'm fascinated by it because yeah. that honestly sounds like the dream to be in a relationship where there's zero jealousy. Although the documentaries and the articles I've read about it, like there's always jealousy in it. It's yeah. just being able to like recognize what it is, which I think you have a lot of self-awareness and emotional maturity to be able to hold a polyamorous relationship yeah. if done the right and respectful way. So that's why I kind of idolize it, but right. I don't know if I like, capable of that. Maybe I I don't yeah. know if I'm emotionally capable sexually yeah. for sure. But like Chris, when when we first met, we literally this was like maybe the fifth time us hanging out. We went to a friend's giving together, and I had just gotten back from Bali. I was like kind of sick. We're like sitting on the couch the whole time, and then we all started playing this game most likely to and yeah. I've never played it have you ever played that before yeah like most likely to and then everyone closes their eyes and points at someone oh no no I guess I'm never like that I don't know maybe it's just like in the yearbooks 
I don't know. Most like to win a Grammy. I don't know. Something like that. But this is at a party where like everyone's there and someone says most likely to and everyone closes their eyes and points. And then you open your eyes and like see if some. Oh my God. That's hilarious. And someone said it's I know it was fun. It was the first and last time I ever played. (laughs) Haven't played it since. But someone said most likely to be a swinger. And we closed our eyes and half the room pointed at Chris and half of the room pointed at me. And I did. I maybe knew like seven people there. <laughs> I would honestly, I get it. I get it. I, I get the swingers thing. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm ready for it. I'm not ready for it, but I just think that. I feel like you would definitely be a swinger. Oh, I already Respectfully. Know. I already know. Absolutely. Yeah. We are in this dilemma though of like, we don't want to do it yet because we're like, yeah, I, we're three years in. We love each other. We're yeah. like good gotta, with what feel it out. we're good with what we have right now. Yeah. But I think it's a really good tool to use when I don't know. I've never been in a super long term relationship where I've aged and whatever. But I would only assume it just helps keeps things spicy. spicy. Yeah. There's only so many times you can use a vibrator until, <laughs> you're, until like, you're just like bored. you're numb of it. Yeah, right. you need to then you move. You keep going. Right. So it's like honestly, even like the same person like you kind of at one point you're gonna get kind of like that's what I would assume that's where I'm saying like we're not there yet but I would only assume by human nature not through the like eyes of our relationship or our love for each other but by human nature we're gonna wanna that sounds scary and horrible to be honest to think about only having sex with one person that does sound horrible because I I'm very confident and like comfortable in my relationship and I yeah. see a very long future with it. Right. So then thinking about like, I'm never going to get to like experience that again is scary. And I guarantee you he feels that any human feels that way. Right. 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 It's scary because it's like, I get it because like now I'm in a relationship and I can relate to stuff like this, mm-hmm. but like, I'm obviously in a very new relationship. So we're like in the honeymoon phase, but there is that kind of fear of like, what if like one day I am like attracted to someone, you know, like, and I want to, I'm like curious about that. Like, is that going to be a problem? You know, but I, I never in my life ever see myself cheating. No, never. Yeah. But like, I know that like there could be one day there could be some sort of curiosity. And yeah. if it's like, even if it's like towards a woman, like I, I even talked to, I was like, look, like I would love to like share a girl with you. Like I would love to like have a threesome or like, what if I even just like hooked up with a girl on my own? He was like, yeah, as long as you know, y'all aren't dating yeah you know and like doing it all the time that's fine he's like but I wouldn't mind if you wanted to hook up with the girl you know like that's that's on you and there is that part of me that's like I'm curious like there's like and not that there's really anyone in particular that I want to hook up with right now but I'm sure what if there is someone that's like damn I'm down you know and to like have that kind of like validation of like okay I'm able to still be in this relationship but still explore my sexuality well that's what I think makes that's my opinion of what makes yeah. a long lasting relationship. Because I see myself with my Chris and yeah. you see yourself with your Chris. Our Chris. Our Chris. Yeah. Well, that's, that's my whole point is like, I, I hate think I tables like fucking usually wobbling. Do that. Yeah. Um, I see myself with him for sure, which I think yeah. is why I fantasize about him with other women is because I think it's, beautiful when two people can come together and truly trust each other right 
this dog he wants to have a threesome too (laughs) (laughs) truly trust each other that's like the most beautiful thing that you can have between two people to be able to like still feel fulfilled in your like sexual journey throughout life because I'm turning 28 like next month and it's or in two months but like it's scary to think if I am with him forever which I would love and plan to at this moment that's just the end of my like sexual right, experience. Exactly. Like, that's, yeah. That seems really that's like crazy. sad You're right. to me. You're very but right. that's my opinion. I understand there's a lot of people out there who are not down for that, who prefer and monogamy. Respectfully, that's fine too. Totally. I don't but judge I think, anyone. But I think that like people really talk about like, well, it doesn't have to feel like it's the end, mm-hmm. you know? And I think when you finally, cause before, before Chris, I almost said his real name for Chris, <laughs> I, I used to think like, oh, I would never, ever think of this type of scenario. Mm-hmm. And it's because I was in relationships like where Morgan trust. where I didn't trust them because mm-hmm. I know that they do that shit behind my back. Mm-hmm. So it was like the fact of you just thinking of another woman. I'm like, I don't even want you to do that because I know that you would lie to me and cheat on me and do all the things. But with Chris, I'm like, whoa, like I fully trust you and I know you love me to the core and it's not just about sex and, you know, we have great sex, but like, I love that. Like, yeah. And now I'm like, okay, I, I, once you like have that trust, it kind of like opens you up to like this kind of, you know, ex- exploration that you just never really like. Because you know what that is? What? That is the self-love in its purest form. That's true. And I know we all as women and when we give advice, we all love to say, like, you need to love yourself before you're with someone advice, because then true. you can't love anyone else. But fucking, I got to just, I'm over it because I have never felt more love for myself being with my boyfriend. Yeah. The way he looks at me, the way, throughout the day, multiple times a day, he's walking through, you know, it's COVID. So we're like on top of each other all day long. <laughs> my God, you're so fucking beautiful. You're you look like, like I get that Aww. all day. I get, I love you. I love Aww. you all day long. And it's just beautiful. Right. And I don't think I've felt as confident as I do. And it somehow, I mean, he's doing it all day long. So it's <laughs> bound to happen at a moment of like weakness for me, but like I'll be looking in the mirror complaining about a pimple or the way you look, whatever, whatever insecurity yeah. I'm dealing with at the moment. And he says that. And it's like, wow, someone isn't seeing this. It it helps. It does help. Yeah, it does. You definitely have to have self-love, but a good, a gosh damn darn good relationship (laughs) can totally build your confidence. Oh, yeah. And I think then that allows you to then comfortably like want to explore your sexuality. And Mm. that to me is like what I look for in a relationship. Yeah. I think that's where the key to like longevity is because I don't want to be in a box, but I also don't want to be in an open relationship at this moment. I so agree. it's like, yeah. there's I this mean, middle yeah. ground that no one talks about. I don't think I could be in an open, necessary open relationship. Cause that means there could be like other feelings for other people. Like the feelings, the part, feelings gets messy. The feelings get messy, but it's just like, but I'm open to sexually. Do, I mean, I don't think I'm ready for that moment. We're still in the early stages. Mm-hmm. And plus there isn't anyone that I necessarily have an eye on, but like, I just know at one point there is going to be like, I'm open to that. And if there is someone that we're both like interested in, 
mainly if I'm interested. Truly. It's all on you. <laughs> then like I'm down, you know, or even like, I, I don't know if he's like into the whole swinger situation, but I think I'd be like interested in that. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Um, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, yeah, I, I, but I do like the feeling of like, okay, I'm not being put in a box. But it's weird. Like, I don't really fantasize about like fucking other guys. Like, I'm okay. I'm very, very happily satisfied with a dick that is provided for me through Chris but it's just like but I fantasize about women and it's just like you know and I I, but I also feel bad because I don't mean to like sexualize them as well too but I'm just like I guess there is that side of me that's like that's what I want to do with my partners to, to have that like other yeah. girl or whatever or well, see a- him fuck another girl like I don't ever think of like another guy it's always like me with a girl or him fucking a girl and I'm watching and I'm joining same same and I think it's extremely um beautiful but also you're really lucky to be in a situation Mm. where you guys are already having these conversations early on Mm. and you're on the same page about it yeah because again if you're someone who wants to have that page open that book that you have no idea where it's gonna go yeah but having the freedom to literally do whatever with it later on in life exactly you need to have those conversations now because Mm -hmm. if you get to that and you're like now I want this like that's and I just don't like the feeling of like oh this is what I'm stuck with forever and not that I feel like oh I'm just stuck with this but it's just kind of like the feeling of like I think we're both just like very adventurous people yeah so like having that kind of option of like oh like there could be a a a time to explore if Mm -hmm. there's ever you know you ever come across it like Mm -hmm. I love that feeling. I totally. Love the, like not the, I don't like the feeling of feeling trapped, like we said, like being in a box. Like I it feels good to be like having that as an option. You're like in a monogamous box. Yeah. And that's a little scary. But right. you want, I do want the emotional monogamy. Mm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Don't don't be like fucking having feelings with some other bitch. See, that's why Chris. I envy and I, I <laughs> you hear that? Just saying. Just saying. Um, <laughs> but that's why I idolize and I'm really um, intrigued by polyamorous because I think it, again, it truly takes a high level of emotional um, maturity and intelligence to be able to like recognize jealousy and to share someone with somebody else. And also to 
have enough of yourself to give to multiple people. Yeah, that's I'm the part that's exhausted hard. giving it to one. Exactly. Like, I'm exhausted giving it to myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, let alone, like, having, like, three other people to be in a relationship with. Like, it sounds- I'm very curious. Whoever you're friends with that is polyamorous, I'm like, I'm. if you are, if you're polyamorous and you're listening to the show, like, I come on the pod. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. But, like, anyways. I it's very interesting. I don't even know what the topic is for this episode. We just like we were to, we were gonna talk about losing your virginity and then we just Yeah, we had a whole other topic in mind. Oh, we had the whole uh being a relationship sex versus hookups. Yeah, we're kind of there now. We're kind of there. So let's just talk about hookups. Okay. Like what do you think is the difference between like I mean I we know there's obviously a difference with feelings and everything like that, but like is there like What's that? When you were like a hoe and going through your hoe phase, like how was your sex like then versus now? Chaotic. <laughs> like chaotic, <laughs> not safe. Like, yeah. Um, but exciting, exciting, yeah. new, fresh, like very, you, I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about what I like. I learned a lot about what I don't like. I learned a lot about what I tried to run from. Did you have like sex. friends with, did you ever have like a friends with benefits? Oh yeah. I had one for like the same one for like years. Oh really? Yeah. And it ended because I tried calling one night, which we did every, almost every weekend. You were the type, you, you like, wait, 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 wait continue. Cause you were the type of person that loved to drunk call. Oh my God. I'm so happy those days are behind me. And I guarantee you half of the LA pop men population are so glad it's behind me too. I was horrible. I mean, I would get really drunk though. Like I don't drink as much anymore. Right, so now right. I can recognize that was it's like, like the early twenties. Totally. You're just, we're all a fucking mess. A mess. And I would just <laughs> dial, dial. I can't think about it. Honestly, I used, it's really honestly, embarrassing. I used to do that too. Like I would just like, okay, like met a guy at a bar and like was kind of talking to him, Carrie. And like, I just like saying their names. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. And like, I would be like, oh, I like him. And then just like call him a bunch of times. And then they wouldn't answer. But then or one they time would answer, they would. But then like kind of be weird about it or just like, okay. Mine wouldn't mostly. But then at some point they'd call me probably because they knew I was down or whatever. I don't know. It was embarrassing. <laughs> but times. I did have a friends with benefits for maybe like almost a full year, a year and a half where it was just every, almost every weekend. <gasps> It was wow. nice. It truly- Almost every weekend for a year and a half. That's some good, consistent dick. Cons- that's like the perfect. I mean, I would definitely have had feelings, but like if I didn't have feelings, that would have been the perfect. I did not situation. have a single. There was not a How single did you feeling not to have. Because he was the worst. Like he was so annoying. And like <laughs> thinking about like hanging out with him right. was. I mean, we would hang out. There were times we'd go get drinks with like friends or like the next day we'd like, you know get breakfast or something right but no it was most of the time he was like I don't want to bring him around my friends like that he's extremely embarrassing and like really? not. yeah it was just how would you meet him at a bar oh my god met him at a bar I did well, the well, eye was the thing. sex good I was just like it was just like yeah just... I think I definitely like like how are you able to have sex with someone you thought it was annoying like I for <laughs> me I'm just like I I don't know like if someone really irritates me like I'm like my vagina is like closed for business like I'm I'm just such a like feelings type of bitch like I wish I was like that because everyone would be like yo just fuck someone that you can't see yourself with I'm like well if I can't see myself with you why am I like I just like I just, I was always trying to be a good hoe. Yeah. And I wish I was, but I didn't use my hoe phase wisely. Anyways, continue. I think I could, (laughs) I think I could maybe, 
I don't know if I'd call it like turning it off, but I'm really good at seeing people for who they are. Like okay. seeing the good in people. I'm an okay. empath, so I feel things. And I can also have relationships with people and recognize like that person. Mm. I appreciate them for who they are, but they're not going to get along. I know what this person is. Right. And I love this person, but those two people don't mesh. But oh, I so can like, love them. Like, like when you're meshing a group of friends. I'm pretty good at that too. Yeah, like, I can love them vibe. respectively, but right. like know that they're not going to like vibe. And okay. that was kind of him. Like we, even though he was annoying, we definitely obviously had like some sort of so friend connection right. and we would like have sex. Yeah. But I think we probably used each other for like the companionship of like somewhat of a consistent thing, but right. neither of us ever wanted to go like there, but right. we would laugh. Like Where we'd have fun. Now? Well, the last it ended because I tried calling one weekend and his girlfriend answered. <gasps> so, <laughs> yeah. you had a girlfriend. That's yeah, like so quick too, which means he probably was like still having sex yeah. with me until like until after got, he found like, her until yeah. it got serious. But I re- totally respected it. I was like, yeah. okay, so he's done with. Um, I actually haven't thought about him since. Like, I truly did not. I it see was a picture. I don't even know. I don't have him on like anything. Really? I only know his first name. You don't know his last name or where he works no. or where he lives? What? No, I don't know any of that. I picked him up from his house a few times. So I know he like lives up in the valley. Give me his phone number. I'll find it. I don't even <laughs> have it anymore. Yeah, I know. I should try and. Yeah, yeah. His name was Michael. That's all I know. <laughs> well, there's like a million Michaels. I know. You got a girlfriend. Got Imagine a girlfriend. the girlfriend listens to the show. She's like. It's two and two together. I don't think he follows. I don't think he like ever my boyfriend's annoying. I remember this girl calling me. <laughs> so his name is Michael. His name is Michael. Things are adding up. Sorry. Yeah. Um. No, I was totally. That was like okay. This is our time to split. It had been yeah. a while. That's a minute. Crazy. But I had a. I think I had a few of those. Just yeah. The late night friends. That's but like, like call them. when you had sex with them. How is it like versus having sex with your boyfriend now? Because uh, versus like, oh, the feelings, the passion, like, like what's, are you just more comfortable? Like, are you? I know it's such a question and I have such an answer that's hard to find like a way to articulate it correctly, but, but the answer's there. It's so different because when I'm with my partner there's this like extreme level of intimacy we've talked about this before there's an extreme level of intimacy because we really really love each other that it's kind of hard he's said at least for me it's hard for him to have sex with me in the ways that he would have sex with the girls before because he had a whole face too oh my god let's talk to him let's bring him on the pod yeah can we talk about his whole face can I bring him on the show oh my god totally can we do that? He would be extremely offensive. <laughs> he, I mean, I feel like he looks z- like he would be. He has zero like, filter. I feel like that's the and thing. I can tell like, is, he has no filter. It's really offensive, but I'm really down. That's okay. Yeah. he's He'd be interesting. We'd have to like put a little like Wait, warning. I'm actually down. It would be fun. Okay. It would, I'd be like, tell me about your... Wait, I know, because I need more men on the show. Yeah. And I need more men who are really open about, you know, like this, their sex lives or whatever mm-hmm. and like... 
so he'd be down to talk about like the girls he's hooked up with before and you'd be I'd have to with? I'd have to oh I don't care at all <laughs> I I talk to I'm like tell me more I'm always know, wanting to I talk about more, it yeah. and he's like I don't feel comfortable like, like what was it like did they yeah. ride a dick like me like I want to oh know my God, the other day I was like how many girls have you had sex with with fake boobs like I want to know <laughs> <laughs> and he was like I don't want to talk about this with and I was like boobs? yeah wait I'm yeah hit him up like when you go home I will I'll ask like, him do you want to go on the pod I know I'm curious to actually know if he would or not but he also had his own like set of hope that's why I think we were like great to meet when we did we both had our own past um, we're both like into the same things we're both open to like you guys have the same sense of humor same sense of humor I yeah. love that you call him Christina Christina <laughs> he is so obnoxious but and he's extremely offensive so I take no ownership of anything that comes out of his mouth when I'm he, kind of okay with that like I kind of want him to come on here and just be completely himself oh my god I always like, I, I might you know I might get mad at certain things that's because, what I'm trying to say you might get mad but you know I think it's it makes a great you show. just have to let it roll off and yeah. you can't let him I think I, I'm, I'm kind of good at just kind of playing it off or just being like that was fucked up but like I'm gonna tell you why but, but you know why he does it first right. of all he's from Boston but also he likes he wants the attention so like if you I feel give like him I get that, that yeah. it's the little brother thing like if you give him the I feel reaction like I can vibe with him I feel it in my like energy right now yeah. i could vibe with your boyfriend on the show i think so where like it could be good banter because i'd be like you're kind of ridiculous but continue totally <laughs> well i mean we talk shit to each other all day long like yeah. i tell him he's fat like we, oh my God. we talk but it's just yeah we don't care because right we don't take anything that either of us says seriously so right. i'm way more sensitive so i i yeah. definitely do you know <laughs> but he doesn't at all he is like no right whatever and so we've actually had people be like are you are you guys okay? <laughs> like, do you guys need to break up? <laughs> Are, do you guys even like, like each other? Guy? Yeah, exactly. But we definitely do. We're like very in love. Um, it's just our dynamic is just like playful. Right. Very, right, very right. playful. But he definitely had a hope phase. And he's said before to me that he, because I want him to have sex with me like those girls like I want to have you're like I want to experience like the whole Chris yes I want to experience by the way that. her boyfriend's name is Chris if you guys are like yeah yeah I want to experience <laughs> that I also want to um I like want to know more about just him his experiences like slutty Chris you want to yeah. know more about slutty I just Chris. feel like there's this other side of him because I get like extremely respectful I'm so obsessed with you Chris and it's right. like but and our, I have no complaints, zero, in our in our bedroom. However, it's totally different than what I would have with strangers. And it's totally right. different than him. And he's explained to me that it's hard with how much intimacy we share and how much respect he has for me. He doesn't mm. want to, like, degrade me, in the, which says something to who he was before. But he doesn't <laughs> I was like, want, damn, what was he yeah, doing? Yeah, not degrade, but he doesn't oh, yeah, want to yeah, treat yeah. me because he's like, I didn't love them. I didn't like them. Like, it was just like, oh, this, yeah. They were, he was a fuckboy. That's yeah. what he was. He was truly a fuckboy and no no shade to it, but he treated women the way the fuckboys do. Right. And now he's with someone that he, like, says loves. he loves and really feels, like, respect for, and he's like, it's hard to turn that off. Because I feel like you don't deserve that. But I'm like, but I want it. <laughs> You're like, disrespect me a little bit. Yeah, Shit. just a little bit. Yeah. And then in the morning, like, I'll slap you for whatever you said wrong. <laughs> you know, like. But I like when they say some, like, f fucked up shit to me in bed. Like, I like when he, like, 
Chris. <laughs> beep it. I don't have to beep it. I like when Chris like just tells me like the like just a really like nasty. Sh- I don't know. Like I like when it just gets kind of disrespectful. At first, it's gotta have to be like passionate, respectful, and mm-hmm. sweet. And then like you get to like the point in the session where it just gets like. I, I always like that shit i always tell chris i'm like fuck me like your favorite porn star <laughs> like that's what i want yeah yeah i just want yeah. like the i just want the rawness i want it to be fun mm. and i don't get me wrong I, I, I want you to make me feel like the sexiest bitch you've ever fucked. i want you like, to pick I me up at the shit. bar pick me out of a yes. pool of girls and not call me the next day i want <laughs> you to not know my last name like that's what i want <laughs> Isn't that so fucked up? Because I'm gonna like dive into like the therapy aspect of it. Yeah, this is this is. Oh, there's therapy. definitely some shit behind. Yeah, that. because there is like this. So beginning of my relationship with Chris, I remember I had a therapy session where I was like, I knew I really liked Chris, but like a part of me was like wanting to be disrespected. <laughs> And like, not like, not like sexually, but like in a way where it's like, I wanted him to be meaner to me. Mm. And so. Because that's what you were used to. That's what I was used to. And like, I think, you know, we used to kind of take that, those like fuck boys and like think that was like, you know, we all are like really into like the bad boys, the fuck boys, you know, like something about that is like sexy. Totally. And then so now that we have someone who like loves us and don't. Don't get me wrong. Like, I appreciate the love and respect that Chris gives me, and I would never take it for granted, but there is a part where it's like, fuck me like a fuck boy, bro. Well, especially at the beginning, it's kind of hard to get yourself. For me, when someone showed they cared too much or they liked me too much, I always ran. I was like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> but I always craved it. You know right. what I mean? I always you was always like. Cra- you wanted it, but I, then when you had it, you're just like. Ugh. This weak man, he has feelings. Like what? And which is horrible, but it's Actually, what society yeah. has kind of groomed women to be in mm. this misogynist world that we're in of like, you know, men have also seen hardships throughout society making them suppress feelings. Don't cry. Right. Be a man. Man up. Like, it doesn't. Excise. It Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't. We want it to stop, but it doesn't. So, like, we have to recognize that. And it's also impacted how we feel. Exactly. We see men cry, show feelings, We're like, whatever. What? No, you're, you're supposed to be this masculine. You're taken aback because right. you're like, I've never seen this before. That's so true. So there's definitely, like, shit to unpack from, like, why we feel this way. Right, right. Um, I think a lot of it for me just comes from, like, wanting to keep things, like, spicy and fun because now we're at three years and, like... I can't believe it's been three years. I remember when you guys first started dating. That's crazy. And I've never even met him. I, I, that's even crazier. I've actually never met him. That's even crazy. We'll have to change that for sure. He's coming on the pod. Okay. We'll come I'll come over. I'll bring my equipment. Yeah, just say it's too. happening. Yeah. It's happening. So I'll just show up. You have no choice. <laughs> I think he'd want a platform. <laughs> I think he would. Because he keeps he getting it. kicked off Twitter. You get What? He gets kicked off Twitter like Why? twice a week. Because he's... A, he's a troll he loves oh, to troll okay, trump okay. supporters he loves to like troll okay. he infiltrates himself into these like <laughs> conservative groups and then he just trolls the fuck out of them and then they like all report him and get him kicked off twitter that's actually kind of incredible <laughs> i know he like <laughs> and a lot of work he has it's a lot of i never he's always <laughs> on that goddamn phone i'm like put it down <laughs> he's like i'm trumping Trumping. I'm trolling I'm tr- Trump. I'm trolling Trump. He's like put up <laughs> posts on Instagram and stuff before where like 
people probably think that he's a full on Trump like Trump supporter, but he just, spends like 45 minutes making the face oranger, just like orange, oh orange, orange. I'm like, but he's just trying to get it in and yeah. it's just, what? Okay. He needs to be on the podcast. He's an interesting character. I feel like you're scared to have him on. I know. Well, I'm not scared <laughs> for me. I'm scared for you and everyone else. I could else. take it. I could take it. I don't I, know. I th- he's a character. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot. I have to like learn how to turn off. Like I'll just get drunk. Yeah. We'll just get him drunk too. Yeah. <laughs> he gets a little more mellow when he's high. Maybe like. Okay, we'll get him high. I'll get drunk. So that's like a balance. We've talked about wanting to start like a podcast or a YouTube where we take, because we do edibles a lot on the uh-huh. weekends. Yeah. And we just are. I have so many recordings where I secretly record us. Our conversations are wild and so funny. And I feel like. If you got him on some edibles and talked to him, he'd, he'd Wait, give you I'm some really shit. Wait, I'm really down for this. Chris, come on the pod. Okay, I think, you know what? No one's ever brought their boyfriends or significant others on the show. Like, I feel like they're all, like, getting to know all you guys. Mm-hmm. So it would be so fun to it see, would like, be fun. like, your guys' significant others. Yeah, so we'll bring Chris on the pod. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to. <laughs> Everyone, please comment below. If I get... I'm not even asking for much. If I get 20 <laughs> comments in my YouTube comments, we'll bring saying, on. Please bring Rachel's Chris on the pod. I will do it. We will, and we will show that to Chris. My mouth will be sore, but we'll do it. <laughs> Whatever I have to do. Oh well, yeah, exactly. And so we'll be like, look, you're like, you're wanted. Yeah. So. I think that would like help his ego and be like, all right, fine, I could really do this. That's what I'm saying. You give the man a platform. <laughs> it's like that book where it's like you give a mouse a cookie or whatever, yeah. or you give a moose a pancake, you give that man a platform. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. He needs that. Look out. But yeah, back to like the the relationships, sex versus hookup, it's totally different. You're maybe somewhat still in the like, the zone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of, we're having, I mean, sex is great. But I'm personally having kind of an issue on my end (laughs) where, okay, so y'all know my life on the show, but behind the scenes of my life, I work a lot to the point where it's like unhealthy (laughs) and I sometimes like okay I'm a very sexual person if I have nothing to do (laughs) but like when I'm busy I just ah anyways well we have to be it's so mental for us it's so mental yeah and like if I have like a thousand things to do on my list in my head sex is not on that list no it's not even at the bottom no yeah it's just not on there 
Like, I'm like, I have to get all this stuff done. And I just get like really anxious. I have to get whatever. So I, so like we've been having sex and he expressed to me that he's starting to feel not really noticed because I'll just like, <laughs> like ride him, fuck the shit out of him, come and then get off. Mm. What a great time. <laughs> <laughs> and then go check my emails or something or like check my phone. Mm. And he's just like <laughs> laying there with like a hard dick like. Okay, my turn. Thanks, Scott. Like, thank you. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, I mean, we've had a lot of amazing sex where it was like mutual. But lately I've just been like not being considerate and this is just on me not even him this is really just my problem so right now that's what we're going through is like I'm trying to like not be so selfish in bed but I think it's because I've been kind of like you know talking about like hookups versus relationship sex like I've almost just like morphed myself to be this person where at first sex was about the man so I never came and I've talked about that on the show. Mm-hmm. And then I went to this like kind of power movement where I was like, no, nah, I'm going to learn how to get mine. And I did. I'm, I mastered getting an orgasm during sex. And but I think that I've also just kind of subconsciously taught myself like it's about me and less about this person. Mm. And I'm so used to that like independence that I feel like I'm becoming like a selfish lover. It kind of, like, backfired a little bit. Yeah. The feminism, like, backfired the just feminism, a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. I'm just, like, whatever. Like, he's fine. He could just, like, jack it off. And he's fine in, like, a few minutes. He's yeah. Good. And it's just, like, okay, yeah, he can. But then, like, but now I'm in a relationship with this person. This isn't just, like, a random hookup or a random dick. Like, this is the love of my life. Mm-hmm. So it not only does it just make him, like, obviously not completely satisfied in bed, but, like, emotionally makes him feel like I don't give a fuck about him yeah you know or like totally. I know he, I, I know that he knows I care but like well he's feel, a cancer too right yeah he's a cancer but like I'm not prioritizing him is how he feels like he just feels like never I'm, make a cancer feel unprioritized let me just tell you we don't like it and I'm an Aquarius where I'm very independent yep. very adventurous very like me me mm-hmm. and you know well also the cancer thing like we feel that way we're also hypersensitive so yeah there are probably even moments where not to say that what he's feeling is invalid because it's totally valid however he feels about a situation Mm -hmm. but there for me when I start to feel like certain types of way I always have to kind of like clock like oh am I being a little you know Mm -hmm. like I know he's not meaning to do x y and z but I'm taking it this way like at the end of the day, the spiritual lesson is like nothing is ever about you. Right. Everything that anyone else does is about themselves. No exactly. matter if it's what they say to you, what how they treat you, what they do to you, it's always about themselves. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, not to take it totally woo-woo like astrology, but with cancers, knowing that I'm like definitely more sensitive and um, with, with that whole aspect, I have to remind myself like if I were him in this situation, I'd can see myself feeling that way and then I'd have to clock myself of like okay which he did we are in love which he did so in love she's very busy right now like um this isn't an a normal occurrence 
However, it's important to have a conversation for him to let you know how he feels. Exactly. Like I, I remember there was a specific day, like it was, it was a very busy day and I could tell like he was just kind of like being in his feelings and shit. Like, and you know, when obviously it's like your significant other, you could tell when they're in a mood. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what's going on? He's like, no, it's fine. Fine. It's fine. I don't want to talk about it. But I like was like, no, no, no. What's going We're on? talking about it. Yeah. And like he like vented to me, but like in a respectful way, you know, like it was just like it was a, more of a conversation versus like a fight or like being like you, you, you. It's just like this is how I feel. This is what this is making me feel. And I was just like, oh, shit. Like it was like this reality check that I was like, OK, <laughs> I'm not being the type of girlfriend that I should be, you know, and granted, like. We are busy, whatever, yada, yada. But I think it also kind of made me reflect on, like, my trauma mm-hmm. and, like, how I go about sex because my, you know, relationship with sex is, has been very, like, up and down, you know? And especially starting off, like, oh, like, I'm just here to please the man and not realizing my power in it and then really gaining that power and being, like, that voice of, like, just get your fucking nut, bitches, and then... <laughs> And then now that being like, oh, shit, wait, there's like a balance when it comes to relationship and like, like trying to like, and not even just with sex, but like just trying to learn how to um, incorporate someone else's feelings into this or incorporate him into my time. You know what I mean? Like trying to not be so independent and be like, wait, I'm sharing this life with someone. So I got to like learn how to. So you know what it sounds like to me? You're hitting the phase, the schedule phase. <laughs> it comes, it, it comes like you yeah. will go through what I believe the, the whole path of like meeting, having somewhat of hookup sex when you first start meeting. Right. Then it goes into like honeymoon phase and you're like, I want to do it all the time. And, and like, we were like, we did like seven times in a day. Like we were right. fucking, 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 fucking. And I'm like. You go, 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 and now you get to a place where you're noticing you're spending a lot of time together. You're extremely intimately and emotionally attached, and it's time to make a schedule. Put it on the fridge, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or the weekends. Like, that's kind of what we've come to. marriage. It's like not even, it's like barely the first year. Like, we haven't even finished the first year yet. We, like, started it so, not so early. I think, like, the a year and a half or maybe two years in was when we were like, we started scheduling. We're like, okay, okay we'll smart. do this. We never do it after we eat dinner. Cause it will never happen. We love to do it in the mornings. Uh, yeah, we, we don't really do it in the mornings. but it's we're also too tired. Like, <laughs> but he just, I don't know. I get horny in the morning. He got real horny in the morning. I don't know. The mornings I feel skinnier. I don't know. Anyways, oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally. But like, but it's also like weird because I think, you know, having a roommate, Vincent's like, right. Like our, mm. our walls are very like paper thin. So I'm like, I don't want to hear him. Hear me have sex. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Well, I feel like some people usually don't give a fuck, but I'm just like, I really don't want anyone to hear me. Well, we share, which is odd because I like talk so openly about it, but like to actually hear me do it. I'm no, like, no, it's, it's different. Well, yeah. we share a wall with a baby. So, <laughs> oh, cause like the part the the next door and our, the walls are thin. So it's kind of put a little bit of like a, mm. a thing in it too. Of mm. like, cause I'm the same way. Cause one time, I don't know if it was 
these people kind of recently moved in. I don't know if it was them or if it was the people before, but one right. time someone knocked while we were doing it. <gasps> and both of us immediately went into like zombie mode of like, we just both sat there and almost to tears, both of us. Cause we, it was a very vulnerable thing. Yeah. Yeah. We were both extremely vulnerable, like really embarrassed. And also thinking about like, we're both very considerate. Like he's a very polite person. Right. <laughs> he's very um, offensive, but extremely polite. Right. And so both of us don't really like to like inconvenience right. anyone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel too. Yeah. We're very like hyper aware of how we're affecting other people. Right. And him not so much when it comes to me, but <laughs> <laughs> with like strangers, right. yes, he's considerate. So we both just kind of like clammed up and sent, that was like a few months they that knocked on like the d- on the wall, <gasps> and it just kind of that's ruined so awkward. everything. So now we're all you're just like sitting there, it's, like yeah, it's, what the fuck? I'd be so nervous. Taking too. a lot of fun out of it. We're very nervous. We're very like, you know, it's a vulnerable thing, and for someone yeah. to kind of call you out, I'm right. like, I've heard so many of my neighbors have sex. I've heard someone fall during sex, <laughs> like hilarious. Wait, yes, I heard them having sex, and then I heard a like a thud and then they were like oh my god are you okay like it was a whole thing and I was like this is the funniest thing ever it woke me up but I'm not gonna ruin it for them it's an apartment building and you're living in your home right it's LA people like we are all on top of each other right no pun intended intended. (laughs) but yeah yeah so that was really uncomfortable for us to like go through that that's so uncomfortable I remember one time I was hooking up with Davion, who hasn't been on the show, but like I remember it was at his apartment building and we were having sex, whatever. And then he told me that the next day someone told him, like, put a sock in it. And I was like, ah. first off, doesn't it make you feel like seen in a yeah, way? You're just kind like, of like, I don't like that. Uh, I feel I, like people like kind of thrive on it though, but like, it's for some people, sure. But, but like, I am just like, I exactly. So if Vincent's home, my, which Vincent's my roommate. Um, who always does my hair <laughs> but if he's home I'm like okay let me just silently ride the dick very slowly or like you know or like I just don't feel like I could fully like let yourself go let myself go because I'm like I don't want him to hear me well and it's like respect for them too yeah it's, yeah yeah I know so that I wouldn't want to wake up to hearing him like doing it you know I'd be like no this is so disturbing well and what sucks is we live together and like we don't have any other roommates to worry about but like we just have your neighbors the wall so we're like I guess we'll do it everywhere else right (laughs) which is still fun too right right but yeah definitely you might be hitting that schedule phase because it it saves it you were both considerate of each other's time yeah you kind of sit down at the beginning of the week and you're like oh this day is gonna be busy or you plan it and then it doesn't happen and yeah, plan it again and I think it we need to do that. We're also like in a long distance relationship too, so it's also like very different that pressure of like when we are together being like make the most of it, make the most of it, you know. And like sometimes I just can't, yeah, <laughs> you know. And like I just or sometimes I'm just I don't know. I just feel like he's just horny all the time. That is not a bad thing. Which has been amazing because I'm just like I've always wanted a guy that could just get it up. You know what I mean? And I don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Like. Or like, or when they're too tired, like even when he's tired, he's like, all right. And I'm just like, what? It's amazing. Yeah. Which is great. But then I'm just like, you know, I'm not, I'm actually not like that. Yeah. Like, I, if I'm tired, like I'm not in the mood and I could be like, I could have like 
a good day where I'll fuck all the time. Like I'll fuck a lot that day. And then I'm like, good. Yeah. For like two weeks, like a week. Honestly, I could go a few weeks too. I think mine, especially if this goes a little How many more- times do you guys have sex in a week? The an- Do you want the real answer? The answer Chris probably wants me to give. Both. We probably like once or twice. Oh, okay. But at the beginning, it was much more. Right, and right. also, my sex drive used to be much higher. But pers- this is goes into more of like a personal aspect, which affects everything. Um, but I definitely suffer from anxiety and depression. And mm. sometimes that takes me out for weeks. Like, I just, it's like nowhere to be found. Right. And right. I didn't have that in my whole, like, when I was single, which was Because weird. in your whole phase, it was like. Well, that's oh, what, what you search for, and that was my for. medicine, was right. attention from a stranger who right. chose me out of the hundreds of girls at a bar right. or something. Or, like, you know, another booty call or, or right. a Yeah, because it's like you don't know when you're going to get it next. So, yeah, might as well, like, it yeah. It was a short-term cure to that. Yeah, and, that's why I thought I could just, like, fuck all the time. And now you're in a relationship. You're faced with it because now you're with someone who truly cares about you. You can't really hide. I used to hide the fact that right. I struggled with this because it. I have a thing with OCD and perfectionism too right. where I don't want to be seen as that. And so I never really told my parents. I also never knew what to label it. So right. I never really even knew I was going through it until I started like looking into it. And then a few days where I was just like, I, this is not normal. Like I'm so out of it and sad right. for zero reason but like having scary thoughts kind of thing so then I realized it didn't tell anyone kind of I didn't purposely keep it from Chris but I didn't advertise it right and he was the one who truly pushed me to like get better and just be aware of it and like feel seen like do you start kind of like pushing him away when you start getting into like those moments totally because I uh, there's also part of my personality, which they claim cancers are this way too, of like having a shell and wanting to be in it. So like, yeah, Chris, Mike, Chris, like definitely. And I, when he comes on the show, I'll let him like speak more about it, but he definitely has those struggles mm-hmm. and like has those moments and he'll still fuck on it even though, but like still, but like he still like has his moments where I'm like, Oh, okay. Like you need your space right now. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I like to think I'm, I'm like mostly extrovert, 30% introvert, Mm. but when I am in a dark place or in my introverted, like Mm. personality side, even without the dark place, like I need the space. I need to be alone. I have a little, we have a two bed, two bath. We have a two bed, two bath. And I love the bathroom because I can like go in it and it's like yeah. my safe space sometimes where it's just me. No one can like come in. I'll sit in the shower. Right. Like it's my little, I'm sure your boyfriend has something like similar because mm-hmm. it makes you feel a little bit safe. And like, you don't have to share that part of what you're going through with someone else. And what does Chris do to like help you during that moment? Cause sometimes I feel like I love that this episode has range, but like, Total I, range. <laughs> but I like, but I, you know, sometimes I struggle as like the girlfriend of being like, okay, I know you're in this moment. I'm going to give you space. But sometimes like, I don't know if that's what is enough. So th- this is interesting because we went through a lot of tough love a lot of tough love where I felt extremely, I felt judged. I felt um, like I 
was being seen as not perfect. I felt like I was seen as not good enough. Um, Chris has his own trauma and he has his own past and he has his own shit that he's gone through. And a lot of what I have and go through kind of triggers things in him that he's gone through, which he's completely valid and having and experiencing and feeling. Um, but when two traumas hit each other, mm. it's fucking impossible to communicate because you're yeah. like, this isn't about you. And then he's like, but it is, a, you know, there right. is a part of it that's about me. So when we hit like a, almost a year, we had almost a breaking point because we were hitting this head of like, okay, we can't ignore these things anymore. Right. And for him, it was making him really sad to see it makes me sad. Sometimes I cry. Yeah. It, I'm like, I don't like to you see love you that person. Space. Yeah. And I don't see the other side of it, how he saw it from me. So for me, I'm like, but this is about what I'm going through. Like, right. And I never really thought about how it's affecting him. And like from a lover's point of view, from someone who just wants to see you happy and healthy. Right. right. And so there was like a few really hard months of, me having to come to terms with where we were at and not that it was like a selfish thing on his part of like, I just don't want you to have this. It was like, I makes me really sad to see you this way. Right. On top of it kind of triggering trauma I have from my past. So after that we came to like a breaking point and I was like, you know what? I'll just try it. I'll get healthy. That's when I started going to yoga So when I started eating better, I was definitely at my heaviest at that point because I was not taking care of myself. I, that's food was my like coping mechanism. I would sit in a bathroom or a closet and I would binge. Really? I've never said, I haven't really like talked about that much, but I would sit in my car. I'd go to Vons and buy these donuts. I'd sit in my car and eat an entire box. And I did that like regularly and I wouldn't tell, it was in secret. I wouldn't tell anyone. Right. And when you're with someone intimately and sharing a space together, you can't really hide that. Like stuff like that. Yeah. No. So he sees that and it's concerning for my health as well. So I, I did the white flag of like, you know what? I'm over fighting about it. I'll try. And I was consistent with eating better, meditating, journaling, and like, I never fully, I did start, end up going to therapy a months later, but I didn't start with it, but I got really ingratiated in yoga and like Bikram and it changed my life. I did it for six months consistently. Yeah. I remember you like got super like fit. Well, I, I lost a lot of weight, which yeah. was kind of a goal for sure, right. but it was almost a side effect. Right. Like I knew I was at my heaviest. I knew I needed to get in shape, but I was never looking to be like, fit, strong. It was mostly to fix my mind. And I was the healthiest I've ever been. And I will say since COVID and not having those outlets, I've seen myself, I'm better at it. I can recognize it now. And I have gone to therapy and I'm more open with accepting what I go through. But having... That's crazy. You are so similar to my boyfriend because... He was off, obviously been dealing with like, I feel bad that I'm talking about his life. He'll, he'll explain more, but like in a way that he was struggling with like the same thing. And so he decided to just get into like, to working out into like a routine of things just to like make his mind feel so much better. And he actually lost like a hundred pounds. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like the side effect of it. Yeah. It yeah. totally for a woman, for me at least, like it was a little bit of a driving force, you know, I was like, okay. 
I'll get into shape. Maybe that will help. But then once I started going through it and I was like, I am happy all mm-hmm. the time. Not all the time. There's, there's whatever. Days, yeah. But for the most part, I'm generally really happy and I don't feel this fog ever. Mm-hmm. I would still get anxious from time to time because I think all, I think most humans struggle with it and they just right. don't know how to like. I, I, my, with my anxiety, I think I just like overwork myself. Mm-hmm. So like, I just like, that's kind of like, I feel like how I deal with like my, but then I, like, I kind of went through it. Like I was telling you earlier, I went through like a breakdown where I was like, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh wait, I think I do this because there's, it stems from, you know, a lot of things, but another episode for that. But yeah, definitely. I think we all have like our ways of coping, coping mm-hmm. for sure. Stress. Sometimes people can handle it better than others. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it is at the end of the day. I definitely, I've never been diagnosed. I've never seen a doctor. Mm-hmm. I just have done a lot of my own like personal research right. and you can, I, from experience, Chris can tell you like the shit when I'm dark, it's dark, but mm-hmm. all you can do is be aware and the awareness, I would have never gotten there without him. So my whole reason to even open up to you about this is like kind of to help you with your position. Mm. I've had friends come and talk to me about this because they were dating someone similar to what I went through as well. Yeah. And we're like, how, what did he do to help you? Because I want to help them. Yeah. Cause I do like, I definitely give him space, but I also kind of give him that tough love. And then I also give him just like the whole, like, I'm really here for you. You know, at the end of the day, the only thing I truly can can give actual advice on because it was from my point of view is he's going to have to want to do it for himself oh, and yeah, only for himself sure. for sure I started to say I gave in because I was like fucking I don't want to fight anymore like right. I'll give in like I'll do what you want but a week later I was like no this feels good this is what I want and like Chris started going to the gym with me every day and then of course he he ended, he had a horrible job that like he just didn't have time for it and I I went on my own and it yeah. became my thing. I did the yoga thing. It was my time for myself. I would go with friends here and there. And Chris came to like a few classes, yeah. but it was me. It was purely for me. And I could have never finished it without that driving force. So like when he, you can always be supportive and you can always give him a little tough love, but you also have to accept that you will never be the reason that he exactly. like he's got to be his own he reason. has to yeah for Which, sure I know that he's always working on himself so I'm not yeah. like, worried he's he's on that journey but I'll let him speak on most it. people from my experience have it in them and want it you know what I mean like if you're truly going through depression anxiety you're when you're not in that dark place you're like I will do anything to not go back there because it's yeah it's debilitating like yeah. you can't do much so exactly um yeah tough love and Damn, just support so just started from like i want to see my boyfriend fuck someone to, to like i want him to so i want to have casual sex again to <laughs> let's talk deep <laughs> you know to like i want to be there for him mentally yeah it's, a lot. it's actually that range. was a beautiful that was range a, that was a beautiful and it was range. very natural as well yeah we didn't plan that we didn't plan it we're like let's talk about losing your identity it's how, i don't know we were just kind of like i don't know no that was perfect that was so good we Aww. love it we love to see it we love to see it Anyways, we love a chris any last, <laughs> we love a chris <laughs> any last words um i don't think so just love yourself love yourself <laughs> be open to experiences and live your gosh damn best life yes all right plug yourself betch 
All right, it's difficult, but I'm it's like sleepy. I know. You're like, just like excited, like felt tails. Like, it's time to go to sleep. It's time to go to bed. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna like clean this until tomorrow. Tbh. Absolutely not. I'm rolling straight into bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, plugging myself. It's R A. No, it's not. It's so hard. I'll put in the the, the description. Link below. it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll link it. Put in the link. Put in the Dropbox. Yeah. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brokeltherapy.com. All that shit is there, including the merch, bitch. So go get your t-shirts. Get them. And shorts. Wear them. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Broke Girl Girl Therapy. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.